Republican strategist Alex Conant is with us next. He's a founding partner of Firehouse Strategies and served as the communications director for Senator Marco Rubio when he ran for president in 2016. Alex, welcome back. Good morning, Steve. So you worked for a candidate who tried eight years ago to find a lane to beat Donald Trump in a primary. He couldn't find one. Is it going to be any different for Haley or DeSantis? I don't know. Eight years ago, when I was working for Marco Rubio, there really were three tickets out of Iowa, and we were thrilled to have the third ticket. I'm not sure that's the case this time around because voters are effectively treating Trump as an incumbent. And Iowa voters sent a, Iowa caucus goers yesterday sent a very loud signal. They weren't ready to fire Donald Trump. Uh, and so we go into Iowa with three, uh, three candidates remaining, Trump, DeSantis, and Haley. But I don't think that either DeSantis or Haley gained any momentum out of the caucuses. And as Franco just reported, momentum plays a big part of these of the Republican primary system. Uh, If they don't stop him in New Hampshire, it's hard to imagine how Trump does not become the Republican nominee. How effective has Trump been in making his court proceedings, his trials, his legal problems part of his campaign? I, I think it's very effective and, frankly, very surprising. I mean, I think most candidates, you know, like everything about Trump, it's very untraditional. I think most Republicans, most most politicians would seek to downplay, hide their their legal troubles. Trump has leaned into them, and it's been effective because it has effectively sucked all the oxygen out of the race. When Trump goes to New York for a trial or he comes to D.C. for a trial, that's where the press goes. That's what the the media is covering. They're not covering Nikki Haley's rally in New Hampshire today. They're going to be covering Trump's trial in New York. And so he's used it to distract voters' attention from the Republican primaries, from his competitors. And And in presidential politics, media coverage is the oxygen of campaigns. And if you're not getting coverage, you're not going to win. And I think Trump has used it, has used his legal troubles to effectively suffocate his opponents. Oh, now this is really interesting because Trump being back in court in New York for this court proceeding involving E. Jean Carroll could be presumed to be really bad timing, but you're telling me it's good timing. I think it helps him. I mean, look, he had a good night last night. I think if he'd known that he was going to get over 50% and that, you know, DeSantis was not going to be dropping out. He may have gone directly to New Hampshire. But because, you know, looking at the calendar, he said, I'm going to go to New York. No matter what happens in the Iowa caucuses, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that none of my opponents are getting a lot of media attention the following day or able to build momentum out of Iowa. And so as it happened, he had a very good night in Iowa last night. Neither of his opponents are coming out there with much momentum. And he's still going to New York where he's still going to bring the media with him. Uh, and as I said, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, they're not going to get the sort of attention in New Hampshire today that they need to breathe momentum into their campaign. How are other Republicans, Republicans who would like to keep the House or win the Senate, thinking about the prospect of being on the same ticket with Donald Trump this fall? Well, they're pretty used to it now. I mean, this is going to be the the eighth year in a row, the fourth cycle in a row where they're sharing the ticket uh, with, with Donald Trump in one way or the other. And they, um, and they and haven't all done very well. No, it hasn't gone very well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't gone well for Republicans. Uh, you know, there's a reason they're in the minority in the Senate and barely holding on to the House. Uh, and so, no, I think that most Republicans, way down, elected Republicans, way down deep inside, would, would rather have a fresh face at the top of the ticket. Uh, and certainly if you look at the polling, you know, somebody like Nikki Haley does better against Biden 
than some, somebody like Donald Trump does. And frankly, when you look at the turnout in Iowa last night, which I think is fascinating, about 80,000 Republicans who voted in the Iowa caucuses eight years ago didn't show up last night. Now, that may have been because they were watching NFL playoff games. Mm-hmm. It may have been because of the blizzard or the Emmys. There's a lot going on. But that's a trend I'm going to look. Is, dur- is turnout de- depressed in New Hampshire as well? Because if so, that could that could mean that there are larger problems within the Republican primary, within the Republican Party right now, that could turn into turnout problems this fall, something I'm keeping an eye on. Republican strategist Alex Conan, thanks very much for your insights. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. And our White House correspondent, Tamara Keith, has been listening in. Tam. Yeah, what stands out to me here is talking about how former President Trump's legal issues are not the liability that many people assumed they will be. And part of that, and I I was talking to someone who worked with Chris Christie, um, who obviously has dropped out, um, part of that is that all the other Republican candidates have given a permission structure to Republican voters to write off Trump's legal issues. When they all raised their hands on stage at the first Republican debate, where Trump wasn't even present, and said they'd support him even if he was convicted, if he was the nominee, that gave voters a permission structure to say, eh, who cares about this they're stuff? They're saying it's all irrelevant, essentially. Right. And and this is, uh, it turns out, also a frustration to the Biden campaign that there is so much focus on Trump's legal issues, that the blob of, of press follows him wherever he goes, like some sort of OJ uh, slow speed chase. Um, and, and they say that that is a challenge for them because that puts the focus on Trump's issues and not the issues of the American people, where they could draw a real contrast. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's, I mean, the, the Trump theory is that this is all a conspiracy against him. But if you're Joe Biden, probably you would not want Donald Trump to be in court all the time and getting all the attention. Yeah, it's getting attention. NPR's Tamara Keith. 